Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Another broadcast of Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Blog Talk. And um, SavingsRapture.com is our band site. I'm here with my co host, Misty. Hi, Misty. Yep. Hi, Pastor Harry. Well, so here we are. And if, uh, let's see if you're just listening. We're here from an echo chamber and um, can't control the weather, so we're doing the best that we can. Yeah, just picture we're we're coming from the Swiss Alps, and you'll hear the echo through the mountains. A little different scene. But um, if you're just new to the show, if you've never heard it before, uh, what makes our show different from every other Christian radio broadcast on this planet is that we're teaching the truth of the Bible in Jesus' words. And that means that we we reject this false Roman Trinity of 325 A.D. And we preach Jesus is who he said he is, the Christ, the Son of a living God. And that changes everything. Um, Would you agree with that, Misty? Yep. Changes everything. You know, you could go to... Any church in this world believes in the Trinity. And you you could go there and sit there and play church all day. And nothing will change. Nothing will happen. But, But one day, if you even consider Jesus as the true Son of God, as the Christ, the Son of a living God, then you'll see things happening because that will stir up the devil. A lot of people don't believe in the devil anymore. They don't believe there's a, an evil, a Satan. Well, you just start thinking about Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God, and that will change in a heartbeat. And um, you know that to be true, Misty. You know that. Right. That that is the reality of life. You know, in in the Lord's prayer, Jesus ends the Lord's prayer with, "Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil." Because He knew if we follow Him as the Son of God, Satan would be all over us. And that's why these churches, that's one major reason, Misty, I believe this. Did the churches embrace this false trinity? It's sort of on some level they know they're safe from the devil. Right. Right. They sort of know it. As long as they hide out in this fake trinity church, they're not going to be touched by evil. And you, yeah, you you won't be attacked by the devil, but you also won't have the power of God. You can't have everything the way you want. 
If you want the power of God in your life, if you want the power of God in your church, then you have to preach the truth of God. And to preach the truth of God means the devil's going to be all over you. Can't do everything he wants, but he will come up against you. And we have uh, faced this here on this show time and time again. And uh, this lover time and time again. But you've seen the change, Misty, when you believe one thing or not know the truth on, and the moment you come to the truth. Right. You know, there's a there's a positive occurrence. There's a peace. There's healing. But then there's also the devil. And, and I really, I believe that the churches really fear the devil because they know they have, they have no power over him. You, you ever notice that, Misty? So many churches, they don't even talk about the devil. Yeah. Yep. They don't talk about Satan, no devil, no talk of evil. Well, I've heard a lot of them actually do. Really? Yep. They'll say if you're this or that, you're following the devil. If you have a mental problem, you're following the devil. Oh. Or don't don't oh. be a part of this this world, the devil stuff. Well, that that part is true. And if you if you listen to this radio show, you're listening to the devil. I'm sure they'll say that, but. Right, they'll they'll accuse. They'll, you're right. They they'll invoke the devil when it's to their advantage. Yeah. yeah. They're not they're not really coming against the devil. They're just accusing others of being of the devil. Yeah, or they'll say things that go wrong in their life. It's because of the devil, but they'll they'll just ever anytime something bad happens in their life, they'll just say, "Well, the devil's coming against them." Well, well, that's true too. Irregardless of what they believe in, that 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 is true. I mean, I've had I've had countless people tell me, "Well, you have so many problems in your life because you don't believe in the Trinity." Mm-hmm. They say that's why Satan attacks you, but but the opposite is true. He attacks us because we don't believe in the Trinity. In this yeah. fake pagan trinity. But you're right though, Misty. Churches do. They 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 use the devil to their advantage. Yeah, unless you're in like Joel Alstein's church. But right. if you're in a Pentecostal or Baptist, they tend to invoke the devil a lot. Yeah, that 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 is true. Especially if they pray for your healing and they have no power to heal, they're not going to admit that they have no power, so they're going to attack you. Well, mm-hmm. the, you know, you, you you must be in sin. You must be following Satan. Mm-hmm. So, so they do. You, they do talk about the devil, but to their to their twisted advantage. You're right. Not yeah. not the way we do. Yeah. But um. There's a big difference between a church saying you, you don't, you know, you're you're of a devil, or this radio shows of a devil, than actually coming against him. Mm-hmm. And but you're right; they will. They churches do it. Use the devil as their own weapon. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of them say that. Be get behind me, Satan, and stuff like they're being attacked. But they're it's they're really not. It's like you said because they don't have the pa- power of God, and they a lot of the problems are caused by self choice exactly. following the devil. Self, right? Like like um, one of these Trinity pastors may be uh, enticed. Uh, he may be uh, feel a temptation towards some woman in the church, right? Mm-hmm. From his own human nature, his own lust. Yet he'll he'll start screaming, you know, in his mind, "Be gone from me, Satan! Be gone, devil!" Yeah. 
That's or a good the, example, Betsy. Or the devil made me do it. Or Yeah. Yeah, that was a real popular thing in the 70s with this comedian. I forget his name. I think it was Flip Wilson or something, but it was a phrase, the devil made me do it. And that was like, for like about 10 years, that was so popular. Blame the devil for everything. You can't blame yeah. the devil for the choices you make. Right. You know, he he could set the stage. But but you ultimately we have a free will. We and we choose. Yeah. But you but you are right, Misty. A lot of churches they do they do talk about the devil and they think that when they're tempted by their own fallen nature they think that that's the devil. Yeah. But but the devil just laughs at that. That that mm-hmm. doesn't bother him. What bothers Satan is when you speak the truth of the Bible, because then you have the power of God and you have power over him. Right. That That's what he doesn't want. And the devil has successfully perverted and corrupted all of Christianity. He's got the mm-hmm. entire Christian world believing in this false pagan trinity. Right. You know, making God schizophrenic. He's three people in one. I yeah, mean, he, that makes no sense. It's not, it's not what Jesus taught. And the Jehovah Witnesses, they saw the problem. Well, first the Mormons saw the problem with the Trinity, and mm-hmm. they decided that Jesus and Lucifer were angelic brothers. Yeah. And that itself came from an ancient Sumerian myth from about a thousand years before the Bible. And then the mm-hmm. Jehovah Witnesses came along and they saw problems with the ridiculous Trinity. And they just teach that Jesus is a man that perfected himself, which is impossible. Yeah. But, but none of these churches are a threat to Satan. Nope. No matter what. What you're doing in life, you're involved in Wicca, witchcraft, uh, hedonism, just living for pleasure, doing your own thing, going to these dead churches. It's no threat to Satan. He created these the lies that these churches follow. Like I said, it's only when you embrace the truth that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a living God. That's that's when all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Yep, but that, well, that's true. I remember when Jimmy Swaggart uh, collapsed from his fall in pornography and uh, messing around with a prostitute. He tried to blame the devil, too. Mm-hmm. The devil would say, I, I, didn't make you, I didn't make him sin. He chose to sin. He chose to get in his uh, Cadillac or his Lincoln and drive down to the red light district of Louisiana. The devil didn't make him. Right. But that's a, that's a good point. But you've gone to a lot more churches than me, Misty, so you're a lot more familiar with their with their their antics. Yeah. And and all all their tricks, but but yeah, a lot of churches they they don't want to believe that uh, they don't even want to believe a lot of these cult churches they don't even want to believe that sickness is real. They they think it's all a trick of the devil. But but if yeah. uh, let's say cancer, if cancer was just a trick of the devil, then how would that trick show up on a on a on a medical test? It right. Would. Right, and then even if it did, which it couldn't, if they, if they're so why don't they have the power to cast out the devil and then the cancer vanishes? Right, people. I've heard people say, "Well, there's a lesson to learn in everything. There's a reason why the person got cancer, or, uh, or something like that as as an excuse or something." Right, an excuse. That's the churches are big on excuses. If you ask them, "Why don't you have power in your church?" You ask any Trinity church. How, wh- when was the last time you had a miracle, a healing? They have nothing. Mm-hmm. And and then they'll just make up more excuses. 
Well, lack of faith. That's a big one. They like to accuse you of, Misty. They pray for you. They have no truth. They have no power. And when nothing happens, they blame you. They say you lack faith. Right. But Jesus said if you just have this faith of a mustard seed, you can move a spiritual mountain. Why does it seem like some people have more faith than others? Well, that is a very good question. And um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll address that question. Very good question, Misty. We'll be right back. Com, our band site. Here for my co-host, Misty, and how you doing, Misty? Yep, fine, Pastor Harry. Okay, and that was a very good question you just asked about faith. See, faith, biblical faith, is not the same as belief. You can believe in anything. You know, it's a common thing today. People say Do you believe in aliens, and the the recent Harvard survey or MIT was. 64, 66% of Americans believe aliens exist. But but faith, faith is different than belief. The Bible says faith is something supernatural. And when we accept Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, the true Son of God, the Bible says God gives us each a measure of faith. And most mm-hmm. of us get a few drops or a drop. And as you use your faith, it slowly grows. And a few people are given a larger measure of faith. And that's because they're going to face extremely hard times. And God knows that. And we'll see their, their ex, this extra faith will help see them through and encourage others to 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 see things through with that faith. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I have another question. If you have faith and stuff and you're going through a hard time, if you react and get frustrated at times, is that having a lack of faith or just there's a, there's a difference between feeling pain and frustration for moments or and lack of faith. No, that would be totally, it's a totally separated thing. Um, mm-hmm. We're human. So at times we get frustrated. At times mm-hmm. we get confused. We get stressed out. We get angry. We get pushed at a brink. But that's how we're feeling. You know, that's not has nothing to do with faith. Faith kicks in and then with faith we will either pray and eventually overcome these things or we won't use our faith to pray and they'll eventually overcome us. But uh-huh. but having being frustrated 
being in a very bad situation, going through pain, you know, misery, grief. That has nothing to do with faith or a lack of faith, Misty. That's just being, that's the human condition. Yeah. I mean, you can be very frustrated with your life situation. That doesn't mean you don't have faith. That that doesn't mean you don't have faith and you're praying and trusting God's going to deliver us. Mm-hmm. That just means you're going through a very hard time. I mean, if you fall on the ice and, and smash your knee and you're in a lot of pain, because you're in a lot of pain doesn't mean you don't have faith. It just means you're in a lot of pain. True. Right, and, and you could be in a lot of physical pain. You could be in a lot of emotional pain, a mental pain, mental anguish. Um, when we have grief, when someone we care about dies, to have grief isn't a lack of faith. It's being human. Yeah. But but faith ultimately kicks in when we're in a horrible place, a horrible situation, when when the devil's all over us. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we will use our faith to pray to God and believe he's going to deliver us or we'll just be overcome. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if you're frustrated over something and someone says you lack faith, they don't have any concept of what they're talking about. Yeah. How about when Jesus said, be of good cheer? In this world, you'll have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. Right. Yes, he did say that. John 16. Uh, if you follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, John 16:33 will become uh, a major part of your life. Remember what Jesus, you're right, Misty. Jesus said to his disciples, his, his followers, of him as the Son of God, not the Trinity. Mm-hmm. It didn't exist when he said those words. It was a Hindu trinity. Uh, about 1,500 miles away. Well, but Jesus said, my peace I give to you. In the world you'll have tribulations. Be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. Well, he's telling us the tribulations are going to make us feel down. They're They're going to bring us down. They're going to make us feel down and depressed and want to give up and frustrated. But but he says, but be of good cheer, be be positive, because I have overcome the world. I yeah. my me me and my father can deliver you from evil. Yeah. So, so that's it, like, so it's like I, you feel pain and some misery and stuff. You have that inner peace that. God's going to help you through if you continue following Jesus for real. Exactly. That's very well said. Mm-hmm. We we have an inner peace of God's presence. And we could even and then that helps us to pray to really pray our way to God to get us out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a very good way to look at it, but but I mean, um, there's a situation that will bring anyone down. Mm-hmm. People, we can only take so much. And Jesus, but Jesus said, "Yeah, you're going through a very hard time. You feel my, my, our presence, me and my Father. You feel my, our peace. Mm-hmm. And, and trust in that. And be, try to be as positive as you can. And believe whatever you can that God is going to deliver you from this evil." Whatever evil it is. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's very true. You know, but it's it's that it's that peace that keeps us going. Yeah. If if we didn't have that peace, we would just give up. It would just be another religion. Just be another religion. Oh but yeah. But it's not. Right. It's not mm-hmm. the peace. The peace that that God gives us is is a real thing. 
you know, peace isn't the absence of problem. Mm -hmm. Peace is a real thing. It's peace. It's peace, right, in our spirit, in our heart, but our minds could be going through living hell. Mm -hmm. And doesn't the devil play with people's minds, their minds? Of course he does, and the mind is the battlefield. Yeah. Because with our mind, we could either believe and trust God will deliver us, or we could collapse. We could just... Just be overcome, because ultimately, any situation, we will either overcome it with God or be overcome. Mm-hmm. And But he does give us peace. And yeah. if, if we didn't have that peace, it would just be another religion. Yeah, it's, that, that's, that's a horror show in this world. Not to have God's peace. That's true. So if you want God's peace, you have to believe Jesus is who he said he is, the Christ, the Son of a living God, and reject Mm -hmm. the phony trinity. By doing that, we have peace. But then you also have the devil coming at you with every tribulation he can bring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the devil has an influence over humanity, Mr. Right. And he controls every person to a different degree. You know, mm-hmm. Satan has more control over some people than others. But whoever he can control, he will bring against you if you follow the truth Jesus spoke. Mm-hmm. And and once again, it, it's, it's, it's the peace Jesus gives us that keeps us going another day. That's what makes it all real. Right. If if we didn't feel this peace, we wouldn't be doing this radio show. No, because with God's, with the peace Jesus gives us, we have hope. Gives us hope too. Right. Hope that He will deliver us from evil. Right, mm-hmm. and and it will come. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people know that, Misty. On some level, if they follow the truth of the Bible, they know tribulations are coming. Mm-hmm. So instead, they they hide out in these fake Trinity churches, thinking they're going to escape escape tribulation. Yeah, because it's comfortable. There's a lot of people. You do quote fun things. You go to buffets Sunday after church and have these little cozy Bible studies. Right. And it's a social club. Yeah. That's how it's exactly how it is. Right. As long as you follow the rules of the club and Mm -hmm. what's the rules of the, what's the rules of a church club? Believe in their fake Trinity. Yep. And don't question and put a little bit of money in the offering plate. Right. Don't question. Put a little money in the plate and they smile and say you're doing great. Mm -hmm. But if you question or if you doubt, they will quickly kick you out. Kick you out. That's right. It's a social club. That's right. They know I really believe that these pastors and people a lot of a lot of people in these churches, they know if they preach the truth all hell's going to break loose. Yep. And they also know that 95% of a church will leave. Mm-hmm. And then then they're going to have to work for a living, and they won't have that prestige of being up in the pulpit. Right. You know, which is something I, I never looked for. I, I never thought of my wildest thoughts that I would be up Pastor Harry one day of a Church of Philadelphia Internet. Yeah. Never. And no. just as a, we went to church after church after church after church and saw they're not preaching the truth. They don't have the power of God. They don't have the love of God. You just leave. 
And mm-hmm. we find, here we are today in the lion's den. Yep, inching closer and closer to the church of built, restarting Jesus True Church. Right, the Church of Philadelphia. And that's a very good, very good, Miss. Yeah, it's a very good lead in for our next uh, half of the show. So mm-hmm. we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy Love of God and the power of God. 
It'll be here for a brief flash and gone. Yeah. Taken taken in the first of two raptures, and then the apocalypse will come, the great tribulation. Mm-hmm. When everyone will have to choose Satan or God, there will be no wiggle room. There no one can sit. Today, the majority of the world sits on the fence, Misty. Right. And they really... They don't follow God in the truth or or the devil. They're just sitting on the fence. Mm-hmm. And there's a small group of foul people that have always followed the devil called the Illuminati and his followers. And they, they are active followers of Satan and his plan. Right. And that spills out into all levels of governments, of everything. And yeah. There is a literal handful right now of people that are following Jesus in the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, as the Christ, the Son of a living God, and the Bible says through a miracle, God is going to raise up this, this faithful remnant church to give everyone a last chance before the apocalypse. Yeah. And that's only fair, I mean. Because when the Antichrist does come, it will be the darkest time in human history. Right. You know, the Holocaust happened in Germany, Austria, Poland, and certain parts of Europe. The Bible says this coming Holocaust will be global. Yeah. A a global Holocaust aimed at Christianity. And that's, that's the judgment to come upon this world. So... Before this judgment comes, God is going to give everyone a final chance, just like the days of Noah. Right. Do you know, Misty, that the Bible said Noah was a preacher of righteousness? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he didn't build the ark, and when people said, what are you building, Noah? Uh, Noah didn't say, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Uh Uh-uh. Noah told people exactly what God told him. That a great flood is coming to destroy mankind because humanity has become too evil. Yeah. And filled and filled with violence. Mm Mm-hmm. And he he probably offered everyone, help me build the ark, you'll be safe. But no one wanted nothing to do with Noah and his crazy ark. Except for his wife, his three children, and their three wives. Yeah. And and through eight people, God started all over again. And scientists do say that there was a cataclysmic flood maybe between six, ten, twelve thousand years ago. Yep. And they've even said that it um it created the Grand Canyon. And I believe it broke the continents apart. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we have today. Because the Bible says at one time all the landmass was on one third of the earth and the other and the oceans and all the water was on the other two thirds. And suddenly I believe massive earthquake came with the flood misty and just broke the continents apart. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, because if you look at a map, it does look like everything fits together, doesn't it? Even when I was in school, grade school, they showed maps and stuff of how they could uh, come together and fit. Right. Uh, or a globe, but right, it can come together and fit in the islands, mm-hmm. little pieces that broke away. But every the, the the seven major continents and all the little islands and all, it does look like a giant puzzle that's been broken apart. Yeah. And that's why, remember, we had a caller, and the caller was trying to say the flood is a fake, and um. Mm-hmm. Where did you get polar bears and uh, things like that? Deer. Well, deer. Well, deer are found in every 
virtually every country in the world. Yeah. But like polar bears, uh, things like that. Animals have within their genetics the ability to adapt to hot, colder or hotter climates. So yeah. polar bears would just adapt to be um, thicker, whiter fur so they could survive. Yeah. But there, there was a great flood. And back mm-hmm. to what we were saying, Noah warned the world what was coming, and they wouldn't listen. And the no. Church of Philadelphia, who is us? We're Today we're the Church of Philadelphia Internet. When we have a physical real church, we'll be the Church of Philadelphia. Yeah. In the book, in the book of Revelation, chapter 3. And the Bible code, which you can believe in or not, says it'll happen through a mega lottery win. And mm-hmm. um, I always believe that. Right. Because how else can you start, build a mess, a church, and bring believers, say 10 believers or families from all across the country and the world, to one place without money? There is no other way. It's money's not falling from the sky. A rich person isn't donating millions of dollars, so God is, can use a lottery to do it. That's right, and he will. And through a lottery, yeah. the Church of Philadelphia can be born. Church, yeah. Churches don't want to acknowledge the fact that we live in a world that God set up, a world that revolves around money. Yeah. You know, uh, the serious radio isn't going to give us a show because we say we believe in Jesus, no. the Son of God. They're going to give us a major show if we give them the major money they want. Right. Right. But money is the, this is the setup. This is how the world God made. He made a mm-hmm. world that revolves around money. And then he told us, you could either love God or love money. All the, When he said love money, people don't really love money. They love all the things money buys them. Right. But it doesn't make, money doesn't buy true happiness. It no. can make your It can make your life more comfortable. It can make your life easier. Mm-hmm. It can give you more of a false security. But ultimately, mm-hmm. money does not buy happiness. No, it doesn't. That's very evident with, you hear stories of people with a lot of money and Right, celebrities. Yeah. Right, and and so many celebrities have millions and millions of dollars, yet they're on drugs. They're miserable. They're unhappy. They're on their 15th marriage, 25th relationship, hooked Mm -hmm. on every drug there is. And a lot of wealthy people commit suicide. Right. So so wealth gives you, makes you happier than if you don't have wealth. I mean, if you have a lot, if you don't have food, Enough food to eat, you're not going to be too happy. But right. the money itself does not buy happiness. But that's this is the world God made. So when people say, "Well, a lot," uh, God doesn't need a lottery to have a church, really. Well, how are you going to build a church without money? You can't. <laughs> right, you can't. You you can't even buy a handful of dirt without money. <laughs> That is true. It's funny, but it's true. I mean, how, how to build a church, you have to have a property. So you have to have the money to buy or rent a property. <laughs> and what are you going to build it with? Uh, air? I mean, you, yeah, you have to build it out of something. Bricks. Uh, bricks. Uh, wood. Even yeah. if it's in uh in Nevada in the summer, you need a tent, so you still need money. But mm-hmm. but people just don't want to face that reality. No. Yeah, so many times people need money, and they go to churches for help, but the churches don't give them anything. Mm-hmm. They just say, "We'll pray for you, brother." Look at that last church shooting. That guy went to that church for help, Misty. For mo- he needed money. 
Yeah. And you know what he got? A couple, a couple cans of, of soup. Yeah. And that didn't make him. Right, not what he needed. It didn't make him too happy. And it set him off. It triggered him, and he went to church, pulled out his shotgun, and opened fire. Mm -hmm. Killed two people, and uh, some other uh, church members shot him and killed him. There you go. Wouldn't it have been better if the church helped this person? Yeah. Yeah. The churches are funny, though. They'll take as much money as they can, but when it comes to giving it out, they're like a, a, a pit bull with a bone. Try to get a dollar out of a church. Right. It's like a lot of the pastors believe uh, they could live off of a lot of the donations. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had one woman write to me years ago. And she told me that um, her husband was a pastor of this big faith prosperity church. That's Mm -hmm. a church that lies. It says if you have faith, give them money. God's going to make you a billionaire or whatever. Give you, bless you to abundance of glory. Give, you know, they they twist God meeting our needs and the God meeting all our greed. And um, she told me, Misty, that every Sunday... He, this pastor would take all the money that he got in the offering plate, right? All the tithing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would lay it out, spread it all over the bed, and that just stare crazy. at it. Yeah. And one time when she questioned it, you're like, this doesn't seem right. And then what he did was, that wasn't bad enough. He said 10% of that goes to God, and he kept 90. Terrible. Terrible, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He didn't just take a salary. He said 90 or whatever. He said 90% goes to himself, and 10% goes to those in need. And when Mm. she questioned it, what do you think happened to her? Uh... He got mad, hit her. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got mad. He hit her. Yeah, she she got she got hit her pretty hard. He, he beat her up a few times. Mm. And um, she was talking about leave, leaving him and joining the Church of Philadelphia Internet and helping us and knows we have a truth and blah blah blah. And suddenly, she vanished. Oh. What do you think? Think she was raptured into heaven, Misty? No. (laughs) Maybe maybe Satan had a little influence. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe she just. Yep, maybe she just gave in the fear and kept her mouth shut. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but. Back to our back to what we were talking about. You can't build a church without money. You yeah. can't expand this show to five hundred thousand people a month without money. And the Bible mm-hmm. code says this money will come from a mega lottery. And yeah. and over the last few or three or four or five years, we saw billion dollar lotteries. Mm-hmm. We saw a billion dollar lottery won by one person. Yeah. But but what we don't see is what? People building the Church of Philadelphia. Right. And that's the difference. So we we endure and we pray and we mm-hmm. wait and we know that this will happen and the clock is ticking. Time is running out for this world. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And so many people think politics can save them. Right. It's, Donald, uh, what's that, Misty? The, the, the reports of an asteroid 19,000 miles away near 2021, I mean 2029. Uh, right. That's, that's, just, that's just another thing. That's right. Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. 
2029, an asteroid about two miles across is going to pass Earth at 19,000 miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can almost reach out and touch it. So that's a, that's a that's on a direct course to hit us. And mm-hmm. I, I guess a lot of people believe that the last year Donald Trump's going to save us. Uh huh. Except Trump won't be president then. Hillary nope. probably will be pre- president. I mm-hmm. guess Super Hillary will put on her ba- her Superman soon enough, fly up and punch the asteroid and break it into a zillion pieces. Guess so. Guess so, but yeah, it's just funny. All the problem, all the stuff people can worry about. And there's a, <laughs> it, it, and what's behind that asteroid, but a massive mm-hmm. threat is coming towards this earth that yeah. people are ob- oblivious. Look at this world. The world is in such bad shape. Yeah. We um, look at Iran. Do you think Iran's going to stop terrorism uh, because they're afraid of Donald Trump? No, they're apocalyptic no. religious. Right. Belief. Belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Iran believes that their duty is to start the apocalypse. Yeah. They are to build a new. And vaporize Tel Aviv, Israel. Mm-hmm. And trigger World War Three, And then they believe that their great Islamic savior will come from the sky, destroy America, and set up the kingdom of Islam from Iran. Yeah. That's exactly what Hitler believed. Just in, uh, he believed a little more in uh, Norse, Norse theology. It's the same religion, same thing. Yeah, and if you look at it, they 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 hate Israel. Oh yeah, they hate Israel. Mo- mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean Iran, they these Muslim terrorists, Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas. Yeah, they want to annihilate Israel. Yeah. And that's the only reason World War Three hasn't started. Donald Trump doesn't. When Donald Trump announced last week that he will, as long as he's president, he will never allow Iran to have a nuclear weapon. I don't mm-hmm. even think that, that uh, Donald Trump understood the prophetic meaning of what he was saying. Right. I don't think so either. No. No, because he was really giving us the time to start this Church of Philadelphia. Mm hmm. Not gonna be here long. It's gonna be a flash, a flash yeah. of light, a just flash of love, time. truth. Mm-hmm. Right, just enough time if people want to get on board. Mm-hmm. And um, this is God's true plan. If you're listening right. and you don't agree. It's just because you've been lied to your whole life mm-hmm. with the churches, with their fake one rapture view, and. They try to stuff it into the tribulation. It doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah. But back to the word tribulation, Misty, in that verse where Jesus said, My peace I give to you. In this world you will have tribulation. Tribulation. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So we're we're really faced with two choices today. We can follow Jesus as the Son of God, unlike Mm -hmm. the churches, have his peace, and face tribulations, or we can follow whatever we want or these fake Trinity churches and be thrown into the great tribulation when the Antichrist comes. Yeah. It's like a little heat now or the blast furnace later. Yep. Right. We're the oven now sometimes, or the blast furnace later, but I'd rather have the uh, oven now. Same. Same. Amen. Mm-hmm. And to that. Amen means mm-hmm. I agree. or Amen actually means that is that is truth. So when somebody says amen, it means what I just said they believe is the truth. But it's the truth of uh, G.S. words, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 
you know, so, but, um, yeah, so that's what we're looking forward to. And you know what's funny? So many people, not funny, but it's sad. When we talk about this, they, they accuse us of being a cult. Yep. A, a, a doomsday cult. Yet we we encourage people to think for themselves. Definitely. Right, to read the Bible for yourself, mm-hmm. to study the Scripture for yourself, to Google stuff, to see where church teachings came from. I don't want, I don't want people to blindly believe us or the churches. I want them to think for themselves, and that that would make us miss the the anti cult. Exactly. Right, a cult tries to tell people what they have to believe. Mhm. They try to force their beliefs on other people. Yeah. That's and they try to it, prevent. Yeah, and try to prevent a child from having an open mind about beliefs. That's right. Leading a little child. Leading a little child astray. Mhm. And that starts with the Santa Claus lie. Right. Which churches don't want to want to hear? We yep, warn I'm churches. Fully, right. Yeah, I'm fully convinced that if you don't lie to your kids about Santa, they they will be more open to the truth and less swayed. Right, less swayed, and they realize that you have credibility. My mom or my dad, they told me the truth. They yeah. said this Santa Claus was a big fat lie. And it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But churches don't want to hear that either. Because their Christmas would be so dead and so empty and hollow without this fake Santa and all the, all the trimmings and trees to go with it. Right. But that's why Jesus said to tell, tell children the truth. And woe yeah. to you that leads a little child astray. Mm-hmm. But that's true, Misty. I agree a thousand percent. You yeah. know, and um, so that's where we're at today. We're we're waiting for God to uh, do His thing, for God to do a miracle, so this church can be born. Because the clock is ticking, as time is running out. Mm-hmm. You know, Russia, Russia and Iran want to take the oil fields of the Middle East. China wants to rule the Pacific. They want to take Taiwan. They want to take everything. Yeah. And one day they're they're going to. Mm-hmm. But God's just holding everything back so he could have his church of Philadelphia. The final chance to humanity. Right. But one day when you see the church of Philadelphia as a real church with the power of God, that will be the final sign. That's pretty nice when you think about it, Misty, that healing and power of God is the final sign mm-hmm. and the truth. Yeah. It's a nice thing. It is. I think today was a pretty good show. To, with 90 seconds left, what do you think? I think today was a good show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we really hit on a lot of topics and hopefully wove everything together. Cause you can't win with people. If you're calm, they say you're not animated enough. If you're not animated, if you're more animated, they say you're you're hyper. You're not calm. But we just we're just ourselves. We do the show. Yeah. Well, sixty seconds left. I don't look like people were fighting the call today, Misty. Yeah. <laughs> don't look like yeah. the switchboard was overcome. Yeah. But I think a lot of people listen to this show. I mean, it is an off-time live, but a lot of people listen to the show, and I think they're in shock. Mm-hmm. Because they never heard anyone preach the truth before. They never right. heard the truth of the Bible before. And they really don't know how to react to it. How do you react to something you've never heard? They just don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. You know, and... um Years ago, they would call up and scream, "You're of the devil." Now they don't. They don't play that game anymore. Yeah. But 
10 seconds left, but I think today was a good show. Thanks for helping out. Uh, thank everyone for listening. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, just call in next thir- this coming Thursday. God bless and take care.